Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So Daniel's in compiling this, this list I came up with. Top 35 moments in magic history. I learned, again, I wasn't in Orlando in, you know, 1989 or even before that, 1985, when Pat Williams and Jimmy Hewitt came up with the idea. Um... But I learned a lot about magic history just putting this list together. And one of the things I learned, and I didn't know this when I when I actually wrote the list. So number four on the list. Well, let's see where, where was it was. Number four, or number five. Um, number three on the list. Number three. The NBA is uncomfortable with Orlando's list of investors, so Orlando banking and real estate magnate William DuPont III becomes the deep-pocketed majority owner that the league desires. That's actually not true. No. That's actually not true. That's that's the story you know, that I sort of you know, went back through some of the clips that I saw. But what happened was the NBA had flat turned down Orlando as an expansion franchise because they were uncomfortable with the relationship between between sort of Pat Williams and the ownership group. Yeah, I believe that's that's how it went. They didn't want the GM of the team and being so in sort of in cahoots with the the ownership group, I believe. Yeah, and there's a lot of different versions, and uh, you know, in all due respect to the Dupont family, I don't know all the details. I know some details, and if you dig even deeper, he wasn't the face of the money either. He was a face, I should say. But the, the, I mean, you know, some of the people. Uh, I'll say this: without Jimmy Hewitt and some other people, um, David Albertson and some others, and politically. There's no Orlando Magic. DuPont's no. name helped calm the NBA with a face that they felt could be viewed as the owner, but there is no Orlando Magic without the people in Orlando no. that made it happen. No, no question. Yeah. I, I just didn't know that, you know, Orlando, if they didn't change ownerships, they weren't going to get a franchise. Yeah, and kind of what bothered, though, uh, some of the people in Orlando, and particularly Pat, is, but the NBA was okay with what the Heat were doing. Um, which was Billy Cunningham kind of being, you know, the face of Miami's franchise and the way they put their dollars together, and yet they kind of weren't comfortable with what Orlando's ownership structure was. But they worked it out. DuPont made the NBA feel calm about it. Um, and I'm not criticizing the family, but his finances were not the reason why the Magic came here. There are other Orlando people, and Jimmy Hewitt being the biggest, as to why the Magic exists today. Yeah, and then his finances sort of came apart at the seams a year or two uh, later. Very and, quickly, yeah. Yeah, and that's when Rich DeVos had to come in and step up and buy the team. So, yeah, I learned a lot about Magic history during all of this. So, yeah. Um, speaking of the Magic, the Cole Anthony signing yesterday. Some people, including myself, were a little bit surprised. I thought Cole Anthony might be traded at some point. Um, I thought his... I thought there would be some demand for his services, and I think the Magic got a great deal on Cole Anthony. 
What did you think? Three years, $39 million, um, only two years guaranteed. The Magic hold the team option on the third year. Your thoughts? Well, I think it's interesting, depending on uh, which side you want to, uh, you know, sit on here. Not that they were totally against each other. Uh, for the Magic, it's a very, very uh, favorable deal. Um, in, in today's NBA economics and what is be about to become in the new uh, economics of the NBA with the new TV deal, it's a bargain. I mean, it yeah. really is. It's an absolute bargain for someone that that is ideally your sixth man. And it's no disrespect to Cole Anthony. I like Cole Anthony, but that's likely going to be his role. And you can make really good money and play a long time in the NBA being that guy. It's a very. But I thought he would. I thought he would go try to right. be. I, but, I think he thinks he's a starter. Okay, but hang on a second. It's a very tradable contract. I mean, that contract okay. is very tradable. Whether it's you know you're adding him to pieces of a bigger deal or whatever, very tradable contract for Cole Anthony. I'm going to guess a couple things here. One, he and his agent may have just got an idea about what the market is for a player like him. and maybe would say, It would seem like that would be what they did. Right. So, so if, if you get a sense like, do I want to risk an unknown? When they just brought in a taller point guard that I'm going to guess they're going to find minutes for, do I want to risk seeing my opportunity be diminished, meaning am I going to get less time? I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Do I want that risk, or do I want the security of getting a deal done that maybe is below what I think my market is, but the team can live with? I get $26 million guaranteed. I give them the option that they play well enough, and sure, if they pick up the option that third year, maybe I'm way below value, um, or do I, you know, take the gamble and go out there, and, and the market's not as good? Um, his height's going to be an issue, which may sound unfair, but it is in a taller NBA. And I think in the end, they felt like what is he? What is he? Six one, six six foot, six one, probably. And and yeah. just take a look how the Magic draft guys. They, I mean, they prefer yeah. to draft bigger guys. And there's something else, Mike, that I think he does. Um, which may also be very smart. Okay, maybe he took less than what he thinks. But he's also first to put ink to paper. And what I mean by that is, remember, Markel Fultz is eligible for an extension. He could be an unrestricted free agent. Jalen Suggs, we're still waiting for that next step. Are you proving that you're worth a second contract? So maybe Cole Anthony is like, I'm going to provide the insurance to them by getting me into contract, and maybe my opportunity happens because, what you know, whatever else may happen. I think Markel Fultz really likes Orlando. I'm not saying he gives a big hometown discount, but I can see him taking a little bit less to stay here. But again, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent if they don't uh, get an extension done. Jalen Suggs, the team has to make a decision soon about his long term. Maybe Cole Anthony felt like, let me get in first. So essentially what you're saying is, okay, the, the Magic still, I mean, they do have too many guards. You just mentioned Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony. Um, Different position, uh, but Gary Harris is a free agent after this year as well. Yeah, So, but but you're saying, okay, e- even if they feel they too do have too many guards, if they need to, <laughs> they can trade this very friendly contract to somebody of Cole Anthony's. Absolutely, but but, but it works both ways also. You could trade him, but he's also now under contract while you've got to make decisions about other guys. And 
So that's why I think both sides are probably very happy today. I mean, Cole Anthony would love to make more money, not that $13 million is jump change, but I think he's also first to the punch to get his deal done. Um, now, I don't know if he plays out this contract with Orlando, but I think it's a good deal for both sides. I'm glad the Magic I'm glad the Magic signed him. I love I love Cole Anthony. Yeah, I, love I just don't know play. where all I love these, him. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I love to watch him play. I love him in interviews. He's he's a great quote. And he likes Obviously, being here. He likes Orlando. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, been out to UCF a lot. But I don't know where all these minutes come from. Yeah. I I, I you know, that's for Jamal Mosley to figure out and I still think the the biggest issue this team has is shooting. And uh, it's the one frustrating thing you know, you like the young players, you like the development of Paolo and Franz and Wendell Carter Jr., you know, it's very productive. But this is another year, and, and uh, you know, Joe Ingles is nice, but uh, this team still has not added to what remains the most important thing of the NBA, its ability to shoot. And they still remain one of the worst shooting teams of the NBA, unless you're assuming a bunch of guys are just going to be a lot better. That usually doesn't happen. Well, it usually doesn't happen with established players, but... You know, guys like Paolo, they can become better shooters, can't they? Even Franz, they're, I mean, they're still developing in the league. Paolo's going into his second year. Franz is going into his third year. You know, that doesn't usually happen that you get... You I can, know, but it scares me, though, when you're running offense to your front-line players. And, and, you know, the Magic's main scores are front-line guys. And it, 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 it's... It's not how you win in the NBA. You're right that those guys can get better shooting the basketball, but they're still viewed around the league as one of the worst shooting teams in the league. They have great young athletic ability, but you know the the Magic still need to shoot better. That's a concern. Speaking of Jamal Mosley, he will be on our show tomorrow, open mic at around 8 a.m. as the Magic get ready to tip off the season tomorrow. There you go. Thank you. Tomorrow night, Daniels, uh, just the NBA in general tipping off tonight. Obviously, two two games with four marquee teams playing in it. Um, Lakers and Warriors is the, I'm sorry, the Suns and the Warriors is the late game, and then the early game is the Lakers and the Nuggets. I asked Jeff Turner this. I'll ask you. Five different NBA champions over the last five years. We talk about you know parity in the NFL and now even parity in college football with the transfer portal. Are we finally getting some parity in the NBA? Um, I don't know. I think that uh, the NBA's got a group of teams that are better than a large group in the middle. Um, I, for one, I don't have time tonight. I got CUSA football, so I, I, I won't be watching the Lakers <laughs> and the Nuggets. Um, I don't know. I think that the NBA. I mean, I love the NBA. I think the league lacks team rivalries. We have more, I think, player matchups that we get excited about and off-court news and uh, things like that. But it takes, you know, takes a few months to get into the NBA year and see how storylines develop. Um, I just think the most headlines in the last several years are unhappy players that want to be traded. And, I, you know, that's not going to stop, even though, you know, Damian Lillard's been moved. I I I think the clock is probably going to be on Joel Embiid, and you got James Harden out there. James Harden, what the hell is know. going on with him? But you know, let's see how guys like Victor Wembanyama come into this league, and 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 maybe they will wow us. And I I marvel. LeBron James is the oldest player in the NBA, Mike, and still plays at that level. So it's not a lack of storylines. Um, 
but we'll see how the year goes. But but I do think that there's a handful of teams that are are better than you know a bunch of teams that are just there in the middle. Are the Magic part of that? Maybe maybe they're on the low end of that middle pack. Uh, you hope so. So we tried to come up with a you know a list of you know the you know because we do Twitter polls, we mm-hmm. tried to come up with four options for best storylines in the NBA this year as far as a national basis. And so we listed the four storylines, you know, Damian and Giannis getting together in Milwaukee and LeBron is is this his last dance? Um what else do we have? We had Bradley Beal joining the Phoenix Suns. Knicks running away with the East. No, we did not have the Knicks what? involved in this. But but what we left out, obviously, Denver Nuggets can they repeat? It's just I don't know why, but the Denver Nuggets just don't get the run that some of these other teams get, do they? No, because their best player is, you know, the big lumpy guy that just runs around and is arguably the most skilled big man to ever play the game. Wimbanyama was the other one we came up with. So, yeah, right. I just think I just don't think anybody's like on the edge of their seats wondering if the Nuggets can repeat. And yet the roster is every bit as good as the team that won a championship last year. Um, but I, you know, I mean, there's something to the you know the grind of of a season, and and I do think when you finally make it, um, I do think you lose a little bit of that juice for the 82 game stretch. You know, one of my problems with the NBA, and I, again, I applaud their attempt at an in season tournament. I don't know if I'll like it or not. Is that um, you'll like it. I don't know, uh, is that I I just believe that too many teams and players just don't care about half the season. It's just like, I know we're going to make the playoffs. I'll go through the grind of the year. I'll get excited about some games. I won't care about some other games. We're going to do load management. And and then, uh, what are we? Oh, okay, we're fifth or fourth. Cool. And Daniels, you'll be popping it. the court if your Knicks win the NBA Cup. Mid-season tournament. <laughs> when we hang that banner next to the Red Holtzman banner up there at the Garden, you better believe it for crying out loud. Yeah. Right. Wow. You want to talk about two-point conversions now we come back? You want to do that? I do, and the Michigan spying, yes. All right, we'll do that when the bridge brought to Bavin Health continues next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.